Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com, and I got a question today about getting brain frog, brain frog, brain fog. See, I've got brain fog right now. I got brain frog and brain brain frog. Oh gosh, brain fog when working long hours, which which obviously happens to me, happens quite a bit. So this email is from Christopher and he says, hello John, I'm 20 years old and I'm currently learning HTML and CSS. I have no job so I can sit all day in front of the computer. I've noticed however that after many hours I start to lose focus and can't concentrate. How do I deal with this? Do I just push through or take a break? Thank you very much. And I thought I'd read his additional info because it's, it's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> he says here, I work for 25 minutes and then dance for five minutes and repeat. That I have to try that. I, you know, I, I, I tend to, I don't know, just sit down or chill out for five minutes, but maybe I should dance for five minutes. That, that, that might help. So he says, it's only recently that I've started being able to defer gratification and take action properly. I'm not used to doing things uh, like this at all. Okay, so here's the, here's the deal. This is what I, I would recommend. You're only going to really be able to focus and do focused work for a certain amount of time during the day and for a certain extended amount of time, right? There, there's always these these trade-offs that end up happening. If you if you look at the video I did a while back on how I plan my week, and I use the Pomodoro technique there, one of the things that I've noticed, right, and I've coached a lot of people through this, is that you you try to measure how much work, how much Pomodoros, how much Pomodori you're going to do during the day, and you try to up that number, and the, the cap really for most human beings is around like eight to 10 a day on, on average. Now, some days you exceed that, you hit 14, you hit 16, sometimes you have a week where you hit 14, 16, I've seen people hit 18 before, but then the next week is is, is bad, okay? And you, you, you get into a, a bad situation. So. 
what that means, right, if you think about it, let's say 10 Pomodori, right? That's five hours of focused work, right? So that's why really, if, if you look at the literature on this, I think the, the first time I encountered this was, where was it? I believe it's Cal Newport's book. He, he wrote a book called So good they can't ignore you, okay? So in that book, he had, he talked about some people that had like studied this and had written about this and he basically said that there are many sources of people that said that four hours was really the max concentration. If you look at a lot of authors, Stephen King, I believe, he writes for four hours a day. I think Stephen Pressfield said that he writes for four hours a day. You, you can't really exceed much past that, right? There's no one out there that I know of that's doing hard focus work, like a writer, for example, for 10 hours a day and is sustaining that for a long period of time. Now, you might be able to do that for a short period of time, but my whole point behind this is, is just simply to say this, is that you're only gonna be able to do so much focused work, right? And I, I experienced this myself, and what I try to do is I try to vary the work a little bit. So there's, there's kind of two strategies that you, you can do here. First of all, you have to realize that you only have so much focused, really hardcore work, and you gotta realize what activities are focused work and which ones are not, right? So writing, is, if I have to do writing, I put that at the beginning of my day, always, right? Whereas something like creating a video, I could create YouTube videos at the end of my day because it's not, it doesn't require so much focus work. Now, sometimes I'm a little bit scatterbrained when I'm doing a YouTube video and it, because I'm not as, as focused and there's, there's maybe some drawback to that, but it's, it's a less of a focus requiring activity. When I do coaching calls with people, right, I schedule them at the, at the end of the day, at the, at the night time, and simply because no matter what I've done, no matter how much I've worked, no matter how much I've focused throughout the day, I can always get on a call and talk to someone and coach them because that just comes natural. It doesn't require a huge amount of concentration and focus, right? Does that, does that make sense to you? So what you want to think about is, is what activities are going to require that, that deep focus and realize that you've only got probably, you know, about four hours and that's going to be hard to do. So you, you want to front load those things while you've still got the focus and, and get the important stuff done in that time. And then you want to fill in the rest of the stuff in your schedule, right? So that you're, you're packing that maybe three or four hours a day of that focus work. And then you're figuring out the other stuff. Maybe it's answering some emails. Maybe it's, you know, whatever kind of research you're doing or just reading where you're not doing deep concentration, right? So you can figure out, and it might be different for you depending on what you're doing, but figure out what constitutes the deep focus stuff and figure out what is the other stuff and you sort of schedule your day that way, okay? And you want to put the you want to put the least focus concentration task towards the end of the day, the stuff that you could do no matter what so that you, you can you can always hit those and then also the least important things, right? Now, the other thing that you can do, the other strategy here is one that Winston Churchill actually employed, which was that he would paint. Okay, he was a shitty painter apparently, but he painted a lot. And he talked about this a lot. I can't remember where I read this, but he talked about this idea that switching it up, right? Doing something different, even though it was it was still some amount of work or, or effort, the, the creative mind, like giving some outlet for that actually made him reinvigorated for the other work that he was doing. So just switching it up, switching your mind. So for example, you know, it, it's good to be focused on one thing. You wanna definitely have contiguous blocks of time that you're focused on a single thing, but you may wanna have something else going on. I have found it actually valuable. I know this is gonna sound weird coming from me. Some of you 
that of watching my channel. But I've been I've been playing around doing uh, trying to do like an half an hour to an hour of video game play or something like that. So it's it's engaging my mind. The kind of games that I play are kind of brain engaging games usually. But that helps. It just just that switch up, right? Doing some reading, a lot of things that you can do to switch it up so that you're doing different things are going to help you to to refocus and to be able to be enthusiastic and, and have that motivation again. So that's and, and you can break it up, right? That's that's the key thing, right? If you're sitting down and you're trying to read a book and trying to just do programming and learn HTML and CSS for eight hours a day, it's not going to work. Instead, what you want to do is maybe say, okay, look, I'm going to hit the, the hard part first. I'm going to do exercises and programming and, and doing the real coding stuff at the beginning of my day. Then I'm going to do some reading, okay? And then maybe I'm gonna do something totally different. Maybe I wanna do something that's gonna be creative, that's gonna benefit me, maybe I'm gonna do some design stuff, whatever it is that's gonna break things up or maybe a totally different thing or maybe you're gonna take some time to read. Heck, maybe you're gonna take a nap and you're gonna come back, right? You gotta figure out what is it that you can do that you can chop it up and make sure that you're, you be pay careful attention to the focus time that you have limited time of. So. It's a great question. I think this is something that, that happens a lot. Like you get this brain fog, right? If you if you just keep on going, you're going to. So you gotta have some way to switch it up. Heck, the dancing might help. I mean, maybe going and doing some physical exercise. At one point I used to break up my day a lot and do the, the workout in the middle and then get back to work and that that helped me a lot as well. But now now I now I schedule it towards the end of the day. All right, I hope that helps you. If it does, don't forget to click that subscribe button below and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.